expect Casey to try to put a little something extra on the slider here. Sun comes out from behind the cloud, and suddenly we have sunshine covering the infield. A 1-2 pitch to the plate. Swing and a miss! He struck him out! He struck him out! He struck him out! Howdy y'all, welcome back to the Red Ass Podcast. This is your co-host, Rob White, fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2014. And this is Roy May, fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2015, and we have a lot to get into today. Yes, we do. We are, we are prepared for this podcast. We so are. This is going to be super different for everybody. I know. <laughs> uh, let me go ahead and get this thing started with a real quick uh, yeah, happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. Uh, make sure that if you are celebrating... Obviously, be responsible, but also make sure to leave out Guinness and Lucky Charms for the leprechauns when they come down the chimney. Oh, no, man. Uh, I've seen the leprechaun movie. I don't need any of them coming yeah, down my no, chimney. No, you don't want them coming down your chimneys. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> well, and, and if you made it this far, then congratulations for making it through the Ides of March. Um, yes. Uh, but, it's uh, Brute. Yeah. Bastard. So, um, all right. So, obviously, we're not going to do so much a recap, um, especially since we pushed this a day. Um, I think it's probably more imperative that we do stuff like look, looking ahead. Sure. Uh, we know what happened. Uh, it was another good weekend. Another good weekend you know, across the board. Um, unfortunately, you know, we had some rainouts uh, for softball. Baseball was able to, to, to move it forward. Right. Um, but, you know, softball missed out uh, on, on uh, a game or two. But um, uh, overall, solid performances on both. And what we want to do is we want to look forward to this next weekend because this next weekend tournament play starts, right? Right. We're into – or not tournament, excuse me. We're into the conference. On, right? Yeah, in yeah. on the conference So we're play. in the conference play, and this is where the rubber really meets the road, um, you know, on both diamonds. Sure. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at uh, the softball team's trip to LSU. Sure. Um, which is a big one. You know, it, well, and both of them really are opening up big. Not that there are really a whole lot of, um, you know – easy road trips in the sec for baseball or softball no never but um but you know i mean lsu is number 12 so they're going on the road to open up with lsu and uh, and we'll get to baseball you know obviously going to florida so uh a little bit for you for lsu just in case maybe um you know you, you you're like me and you watch a lot of aggie softball but you don't watch a lot of other softball you know if if a is not involved sure. or, or if it's lsu and you just don't really care to know anything about them which right. i will completely accept as an answer but um, so LSU, they were twenty-one and three last year, and they returned everybody, every pitcher. They returned every pitcher off a nation-leading uh, ERA staff. They had an ERA under one for a season. Solid. That's insane. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, you're talking about an incredible pitching staff. Uh, they've got some. They've got some hitters. They don't have a ton of power from uh, returning from last year. One of their hitters, uh, she was uh, three eighty-three. Her name is uh, Taylor Pleasance. She was three eighty-three with four bombs uh, and twenty-one ribbies last year. Uh, you got a first baseman batting four twenty-nine, and then you've got a speedster, uh, Aaliyah Andrews, that you want to keep an eye on. She plays center. Uh, she had eighteen uh, steals last year and nineteen attempts. Okay. So clearly, she's got speed on the path and. She's got speed plus, you know, timing because, you know, speed's not everything in, in right. stealing a base. It's almost everything. But, you know, you've got to be able to uh, – got to be able to time when you take off, especially in softball when, you know, you're not talking about being able to get out to a big lead or anything like that. Right. So uh, so heading in, um, LSU, they're 15-7 and seven right now, uh, which is – which is uh, it's kind of surprising, but you look back at their schedule, and they've played a bunch of, in, uh, you know, invitations. They've had the Tiger Classic. They went and played in the Bama Bash. They played in the – Ooh la la LSU Invitational, uh, and you know some of these teams uh, on their schedule are are kind of some of the teams that we played. Um, they're, they're lower tier teams, so and they were able, and they didn't they didn't drop a single one of those games. Mm-hmm. So looking back, and I'm going to look at um, 
uh, the seven losses that they've had so far. And remember, LSU actually started uh, their conference play last weekend. So they sure. got started at Tennessee. But going back to the beginning, they have seven losses, and all seven of them are to teams in the top 25. So they wow. dropped one to Duke, uh, like the first week in the Tiger Classic. They dropped two to Bama, but everybody's dropping games to Bama. Sure. Uh, they dropped uh, two to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's actually number eight in the country. Their softball program's really good. Sure. Uh, they had a series with the Sips, and that was uh, that was in Louisiana. That was in Baton Rouge. All right. Uh, and they took two out of three games there. Uh, a good good tight series. There. You're talking about the number ten team and the number twelve team in the country. Right. And then this past week in Tennessee. Uh, they took two out of three, but again, Tennessee's number twenty-one in the nation. Or excuse, yeah, they took two out of three, but Tennessee's number twenty-one in the nation. So, right, LSU has won all the games they're supposed to, uh, and the games that were against better opponents, they've, I mean, they've done well as of the last two weekends with the Sips and with, uh, you know, with TU and UT back to back. Sure. Um, and again, the Bama losses, you just kind of take how that is. And the opening weekend loss to Duke. Uh, and again, Duke's 14th in the country, you know, so, uh, you know, they're better just bas- they're, they're better more than just basketball. Right. But so heading into this weekend, uh, you really look at what's A&M coming off of. Um, you look at kind of overall schedule, who they've lost to. Uh, you know, we lost to Tennessee as well. They, we only had them that one game in the Invitational. But I think what you're looking at this weekend, it could be, um, is really more of a pitcher's duel in the circle. And so, sure. uh, you know, if, if you like that kind of softball or, uh, you know, if you're a pitcher's duel defense kind of wins championships person in general, should be a really good series. But at the same time, A&M is starting to find their power. Um, you know, obviously Haley Lee, um, but then you have Ackerman that's in the ball well. They're starting to – they're really just starting to stroke the ball. And, and that's huge for confidence heading into conference play. Sure. Uh, they looked great in the games I saw them the past weekend. So uh, so they go to LSU this weekend. They play uh, – well, I mean, obviously they have – yeah, they have a midweek game. Um, but, uh, but see, it's – yeah, Saturday. So this, oh, this series is Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So they don't uh, – so they start in Baton Rouge uh, on, on Saturday night. They play Saturday night, Sunday night, uh, and Monday night. So okay. those will be the three games. So, And I'm sure, you know, if you have ESPN Plus or anything like that, you'll be able to catch them. Um, but, uh, it, you know, just remember, this is – it's going to be tough sledding in the conference, but it doesn't really matter who you are. I think it's going to be tough sledding because I have um, – I have the top 25 printed out. And even without counting, I, I highlighted all the names and – uh, it's really easy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You have ten in the top twenty-five, and Ole Miss is also receiving votes. Well, and you also have to take into account. Like, once again, this is the SEC. I mean, just by definition, this is a difficult conference to be in, and it's not easy to go ahead and kick this thing off on the road um, with LSU rolling in. I mean, it's obviously top top level talent, and not a lot's expected out of us. So, I mean, I guess really the question is, you know, do we just come in there and? got to play loose and do what we need to do. Well, and, and I think I think it sets up really well for us, to be honest. Sure. Um, because he Herzog is pitching really well. Um, uh, uh, they, they got they were able to rotate get a good rotation of pitchers in, you know, in the circle as opposed right. to, you know, just having one dominate. So this past weekend it was good to get uh, get some extra players some time, honestly, uh, uh, you know, out in the field. Um, I, I think this kind of sets up well, though, because, like you said, you know, we're not expecting much out of A and M, but then all of a sudden, it feels like A and M is starting to find their groove a little bit. Right. So, um, man, I, I'm, I'm not. I, I would, I've, I'd give my shirt off my back for a sweep. Um, I think they can nick one. I think they have the opportunity 
to win a series on the road. And, and it would be a massive first weekend state. Now, that being said, this is an incredibly difficult test opening weekend. No doubt. And I, you know, being the realist here, I will probably sit here and say that in all reality, you at best, you're probably taking one. If things go very well, you'll probably take two. So I would like to see him nick one, though. I, yeah, at bare minimum, I would like to see them nick one. And, sure. and and again, you know, in any in any weekend series, whether it's baseball or softball, if you can nick the Friday game. Sure. You know, or well, for this one to be Saturday, but the first game of the series, right? You, know, you kind of like how it moves forward. So it's a big series in Baton Rouge for the Ags this weekend. Um, you know, if you have time, say Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you know, and you've got this, shoot, the Monday game might be on the SEC Network. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many Monday games are, are out there this week. They're not a time. So, um, so if you can watch, watch the ladies head to head to the Red Stick and um, and well, I mean, obviously I'm I'm rooting for them, but. Um, I, mean, I think they've got a good chance. You know, their, their pitching has been above average. Sure. Um, average to above average, depending on kind of what game you're looking at. Right. But it's really it's really the offense. Um, and honestly, it's like mirroring over at Olsen. Uh, right. The offense has been coming on as of late, and it's – and you can see it. Like, as a fan, you feel more confident, more and more confident game by game because you know their ability to put the runs. Mm. Um, but you can see it, you know, the ball club. Right. Yeah, you can see their confidence at the plate and and the difference in the cuts you saw them taking in the first weekend of the season as opposed to this past weekend. Right. So, you know, it's a good test if they can get on the road and and, and just play loose. Okay, you know, because you're playing at LSU. It's a good program. It's a good fan base, so they'll have turnout. Sure. Um, so, you know, if you can play loose uh, and really your first true test on the road, this will be really interesting to, to see how they fare, um, like, I mean, it's on the road, on the road. It's on the road at LSU. So uh-huh. there's a lot at stake, but but this also doesn't have anything to do to define a season. Right. Um, but uh, so, again, I'm looking forward to it. You know, if, if, if you want it, I'm, I'm sure it's on ESPN+. Plus. I've been able to watch every single game on that because of, you know, with the SEC network overlap. Right. So, yeah, I, I'm excited. Um, I, I think the losses we've seen from LSU, uh, while they've obviously been against top 25 opponents – um, it look they're fallible, all right. You know they're sure. they're they're not like Bama or UCLA. You know they're you're not just running up against an absolute buzzsaw. So no. uh, so yeah. So I, if I had if I had to make a prediction, I predict that they nick one game. They go one and two. Sure. Um, I but a series win. I, I tell you what, you pull a series win on the road at LSU to open up conference play. And a whole lot of eyes are going to turn towards Aguilane. Oh, yeah, no, and you'll definitely – yeah, exactly what you said there. It's going to be a lot of eyeballs. A lot of people are going to – who were previously not giving us any, any credence at all are going to go, okay, Maybe Aggies. we should start checking things out. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. What are you all doing? And like I said, not a whole lot of expectation in Aggieland, so it would be really nice to see the ladies turn around and make that one happen. Well, and like you said, you know what, and, and what I've seen, and I've – honestly, I've – I probably watch a lot more softball than I have baseball because I watch baseball and then they get up by 15 runs and I feel like I don't have to watch baseball anymore. So sure. it gives me a lot more opportunity to watch softball and plus right. the afternoon games when they play double headers and stuff. Right. And they're, they're playing loose. Sure. And if you could have them one way heading on the road to open up conference play, it would be loose. I so, agree. 100%. So go get them, girls. Yeah, Please go, beat the hell out of LSU. Yeah, go get them. Uh, yeah, we got our full confidence. Go get out there. And, 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 if, you, and if you can't win, slash their tires on the way out. <laughs> exactly. Especially if you get swept. Fingers crossed that doesn't happen. Yes. It's not, not, not just LSU, the school. You can just slash everybody's tires. Yeah, everybody's tires. So All right. So yeah. we're going to turn to you for baseball. Yeah. So for with baseball coming up, uh, one thing I had to chuckle about 
was I, I pulled up U of H's website and they currently have us ranked 25th. I'm like, what poll are y'all looking at? <laughs> that's my first question, but that's neither here nor there. Well, um, I mean, how many? Well, how many Big Ten teams are ranked this year? They have a pretty decent conference, right? What Big Ten? Right. Don't they have a decent conference this year? I have no idea. Like as far as between the top 25 and then those receiving votes ahead of us? See, maybe U of A still thinks that the Big Ten doesn't deserve to be a real conference, so they just removed them from consideration. Well, this, yeah, I know. I have no idea. Well, it's like, whatever, <laughs> U of H, whatever they're doing, Dan Coogs, uh, whose house? Anyway, so, yeah, no, interesting week of baseball coming up. Uh, you know, with our first road test tonight going up against – Cougar uh, High. Yeah, U of H, yeah. Cougar High, which, uh, ask in my humble opinion, I think that's going to be a tough road game. And the only reason I say that is if you've looked at U of H this year, which you know, I don't blame you if you haven't, uh, they're currently a 10 and 5. And judging um, by attendance, most of you haven't. haven't. <laughs> I absolutely love Major League. It's one of my all-time favorite Same. movies. Um, you know, they end up sweeping Texas Southern, no big deal. But, um, you know, they end up taking uh, three of four from A&M Corpus, who we know to be a solid squad. Uh, lost the series against uh, Texas, but it was a pretty tight one at home. And then they turn around and took a series against uh, Texas State, who has been very solid yeah. early in the early going. So I have a feeling this will be a tough road game for us. Um, do not be shocked if our Tuesday kid goes out there and doesn't necessarily do all that hot. Um, so I would not be – let's just say I wouldn't be shocked if we lost this game for a Tuesday night. But you also have the opportunity for a lot of rotation. Exactly. Like you could probably so if he doesn't see, do well, yeah. an early hook. It very easily could become a Johnny Fullstaff kind of night where we end up rotating a bunch of different guys. But you know, And so, don't burn anybody, though. Exactly. So we won't see a whole lot of burning for that series. Uh, no. you know, ahead of, you know, obviously, the big series that's coming up. Man, I hope not. I certainly hope not. So now we are going to go ahead and jump in. Dude, on, maybe the um, kid goes eight full tonight. Right. Anything's possible. So, I mean, I would like to see them come out there and do well. Um, and like I said, it's anything's possible. It's baseball. And not being any kind of negative. And we've, I will say, we have certainly looked a lot better in terms of our midweek play uh, ever since that ACU loss. And I will give them a lot of credit for that. Um, as we jump into Florida and just kind of what this series looks like uh, going forward. Uh, so, yeah, Florida at 13-4, and four, uh, you know, same amount of losses we do, but of course, you know, you look at who they've lost to. Um, Florida came into this thing, uh, lost two of three from Miami after taking the first game. Uh, then they went, uh, proceeded to take care of North Florida in games, uh, swept Samford, who we also swept. Um, is, is Samford a Florida team? Are they from Florida? They're from Alabama. From, oh, so I kind of am between as well. We yeah, yeah. ended up playing them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're up there. They're up there in Birmingham. Uh, took care of, well, actually, they ended up losing to Florida Atlantic, who's been doing really well. Um, their midweek wins have been solid. Um, sweep Florida A&M, so an equivalent of us beating on Prairie View. Um, and then they lost the first game to Jacksonville University before turning around and uh, salvaging the series and winning the next two games. So um, they have a big test tonight. They're going to Florida State uh, before they end up hosting us. What a great midweek game. It is a great midweek game. And they do it multiple times throughout the year. That's the cool part. Like, they'll play one there, then they'll go, then they'll host them. I mean, I absolutely love that, and I wish we would see more of that kind of stuff, especially for us, you know. Like, it's easy for A&M to sit here and, you know, whatever with Texas, but, you know, I could go down that rabbit hole, and I'm sure we will probably talk about it once we get closer to that game. Here in a couple well, yeah, weeks. but at the same time, 
Baylor, SMU, TCU. Sure. You've got other programs you can play. Yeah, there's plenty of them out there. So, um, yeah, we don't necessarily have to play you know, your HBUs or any of those mm-hmm. guys all the time, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Still need some of them. Still need some of them for sure, especially early in the year. But uh, as we get into the Florida series, uh, it's kind of an interesting series to read because Florida has shown at times that they are quite vulnerable in terms especially of their pitching staff. Overall, their uh, ERA is a 3-5. So you got to think with the way A&M bats have been showing up last several weeks, um, they're kind of feeling a little bit more confident with their swinging. Now, that being said, Florida has also shown that they've been able to hit very well um, just across the board. So uh, I have a feeling where we have seen a lot of strikeouts over the last several weeks from our pitching staff, which, don't get me wrong, big fan of that. I love the fact that we've been able to pitch as well as we have. I have a feeling we're going to see a lot more defensive outs over the course of this Florida series, and we're not going to have to rely too much on strikeouts, just based on what I've seen so far. That's what we're going to lean on. Well, I mean, we all knew Florida's bats to begin with. Oh, sure. I mean, when's the last time they didn't hit well? Well, they always hit well. That's what I'm trying to like. (laughs) And now they they have the pitching to go with. I'll I'll be honest, that ERA, team ERA, is a little higher than I would have expected it it to be at this point. Yeah, well, like I said, they've they've struggled a little bit. It's a weird year to be a Florida baseball fan. Yeah, it's brutal. I would say it's been really wonky because it feels like they would have times where it was really nice, but then they would turn around and, you know, score nine runs, but they would still lose to a Jacksonville State or yeah. you know, or whatever. You know, that's not unusual for them this year. So I think you you take what Texas A&M has been over the last several weeks, sweeping Sanford, which, you know, we hoped would happen, but, I mean, it was very much a convincing fashion. Much like New Mexico State, you never really felt like we were out of any of those games. Um, midweek action has looked solid over the last uh, several weeks as well. So you got to think coming into this thing, A&M is riding a winning streak. They're feeling confident. And frankly, on the road, Florida has not been one of those teams that we've just really struggled against in SEC play. You know, we've won series against them regularly. So I have a feeling that the boys are going to go in there with a lot of confidence. And I'm not sure if they win the series, but I think this is not going to be a sweep one way or the other. I hope the ooh-ah factor goes away quickly for the for Florida's new stadium. Because there is something about no, it, even nice. as a player, even as a player sure. seeing it for the first time. Oh, yeah, that's a nice ballpark. And, you know, the thing is, Florida, especially from a fan-based standpoint, I don't know, I haven't bothered to look, what their restrictions are uh, versus anybody else as far as, um, you know, I know we're at 25%. I don't know where they're at. All I know for sure is Florida, even with the new stadium, everybody's worried about the Florida fan base actually being there because Florida suffers from the same problem we do, which is that you have professional teams in your state. You know, when you talk about fan bases for baseball, you know, it's like you got A&M, sure, you have Texas, but you also, you're super saturated. You got a bunch of different teams around. Whereas like Arkansas, you've got the Hogs. Oh, you have Arkansas. Well, I'm sitting here trying to think though, in Florida, it's, I mean, I guess, I mean, you have three colleges worth yeah. of teams, but, I mean, are there really Marlins fans? I mean, anymore? Not, there's anymore? not a ton of Well, I mean, well, there's plenty of Rays fans now, and there's a ton of Braves fans, especially in the northern Yeah, part. that's true. There are a ton of Braves fans in Florida. There oh, are yeah. a ton of Braves fans all over the East Coast. Yeah, but that's... especially in northern Florida. So, that's, you know, that, so that's just a thing. It's absolutely a thing where people don't necessarily invest as much in the college programs when there's other major pro baseball around you. Now, as far as like getting back to the actual series itself, uh, what I 
foresee is I will see. I'm really curious to see how our pitching holds up. I want to know is Taylor Smith's bat, which had been absolutely hibernating dormant until this past week. All of a sudden, he's hitting bombs out like like they did something to him. And Will Frizzell's looking great. And it just feels like every part of the lineup was finding their bat. So I think as we go forward, the question is, will the – yeah, will the bats maintain? And can the pitching do a solid job of shutting down Florida? And if we can find a way to find that balance, I think we can definitely pull out a series win on the road. I think if you can just keep Florida under control sure. is where you want to be. I, I would never go into a series thinking you're going to shove Florida down. So I think you just have to realize that you need to go in and minimize – the damage that Florida's bats can do. Right. You know, if you can just keep, yeah, just contain them. Literally, that's that's all you're looking to do. And if you end up shutting them down, right on. But you're not going to go into Gainesville and shut them down and give up one run over three games. It's, I mean, if, I mean, if, if we do, if we do, that would be incredible. <laughs> but, but it's not going. to. It's not going to happen. So I think you, there's really two things you got to take into account. Obviously, one, limiting damage, and two, and also most importantly, take advantage of the situations you're given offensively. If you have yeah, we've been very smart. I think we're leading the nation in walks, at least at one point we were. Yeah, we were at one point. I think it was like last week I heard Yeah, that. Yeah, last week we were leading the nation in walks. Um, so it's like, you know, take advantage. If they're pitching bad, you know, get on base. When we're on base, hit the dang ball. Put it in play. Get runners across because you have to take advantage. You can't leave the bases juiced, especially in SEC play. Well, well, yeah. I mean, it always goes back to lobsters, but they they become much bigger and much much more mean. Um, oh, sure. When you're in conference play, well, and and I heard uh, I heard Rob on two different interviews this week. Once yeah. on Texas, once on uh, Louis Bellina, and uh, and he said the same thing. And you know, a lot of them, it's like coach speak. They you know this week with the ball, all this and that. Right. But but both of them asked her like, I, I get that you have have Cougar High, but well, they said you have age, but you um, know, <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be nice. Semantics. Yeah. Um, so, but they asked him about you know the, the upcoming series, and he was right. and he was willing to talk about it, which a lot of you know, I mean a lot of coaches won't even do that. Right. You know, and Rob's a big next game up is the, you know next game is the most important game. Sure. But uh, he talked about it, and the thing that I heard both times, and it didn't sound like he had a canned answer. It, it was just in it was in response to two different questions about the series. Sure. But he said the same things on the road. You've got to be the aggressor. You do. And so. If that's not just coming out of his mouth, and that's what he truly believes, then there is a golden opportunity for Texas A&M. And I'll tell you where, when you're talking about bats staying alive, I think Will Frizzell's bat never dies. I think when the person behind him isn't hitting, Will Frizzell doesn't get anything that he can hit. So I right. think um, you know, a big thing is going to be able to put somebody behind Will to ensure that you have to pitch to Will Frizzell. Right. And I think you're starting to see that more, especially in terms of the bats that are starting to warm up a little bit. Ty Coleman has been a solid bat all of a sudden, which is great. And the thing is, you're not going to see Will come out in terms of his defensive play because he's played well and he's hitting. So he's not going to make room for um, Hunter Coleman. He's not giving up a spot on the roster, absolutely. I'd say he's not going away for Hunter Coleman. So you could see Hunter Coleman come in as a DH. I mean, Logan Britt's hitting well, um, which I'm not sure if you noticed, but – We've been flying a little Union Jack out in the outfield and singing "God Save the Queen" every time he's up to bat because, yeah, he's a Brit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, and the nice thing is, and I, I tell you what, you want to talk about a great problem to have. And this is a, you know, on the other end of this, we said this, we've had this problem for years at A and M. Like, who are you going to roll out there on, on the mound? Does it matter? Because everybody's pitching well right now. You have so many. Oh my God! You have so many choices with bats. 
And man, if you were going to pick a time, I'd rather be now than week one against sure. Xavier. Like, right. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm glad that these guys are starting to figure it out. And the confidence is coming to the swing in the swings. It's coming to the plate appearances. And at the end of the day, that game is baseball is about one thing. See the ball, hit the ball. Right. And these guys are starting to see it. No, they're a lot, yeah, they're definitely seeing it more. And, man, can I just take a tip of the cap to the dang pitching staff? They have looked just absolutely dominant. And, you know, I and think – you can't even single one out. Right. No, I mean <laughs> – Seriously, they're well, all... I mean, you could – I mean, you look at them. They're putting up double-digit K performances, Every. all of them. You know? Yeah. They're all throwing very well. So, I think as we go forward – are we going to see as many Ks in this Florida series? Probably not. Man, if we do. If we do. Uh, there's, gonna... uh, yeah, no. And I, it's People keep asking the question, when are we finally going to get ranked? I'll tell you what. We go 2-2 two and two this week or 3-1 and one this week, we'll be ranked. Yeah, you go 3-1 and one this week, it doesn't matter how it comes. Yeah, we will be top 25 by then. No doubt about it. Um, yeah, the, the pitching has been so great up and down. Not, not just – not the starters, but the bullpen has, has been – they've kind of found their legs a little bit as well. Sure. Because um, I thought there was a little bit of struggling earlier on in the year. Just coming in kind of looked like they weren't quite sure what they were doing, to be honest. Um, sure. And put themselves in worse situations than the ones that they came in to save. Right. Uh, but when you've got a guy pitching on Sunday like he could be a Friday starter for half the SEC, you really got to like your chances in every series. Right. No doubt. So, I mean, I've, I'm confident as we go forward that – we're going to keep on rocking and rolling as we do. Uh, I think the boys are ready to ready to do their thing. Um, yeah, I mean, there's really no, nothing to complain about as we go on. So, I mean, just go out there and, you know, if you lose a series at Florida, congratulations, you lost to a top-five team. But, you know, there's a really real possibility that we can start making some moves and making people maybe think, okay, A&M's not, you know, we don't need to really be sleeping on these guys. So that's that's where I'm at right now. It, it's a it's a big it's a big series for an opportunity for a statement. Sure. Um, as long as you don't get swept, the rest of it won't really matter. Right. If, and if we get swept, then you know we, we have drawing board things. Yeah, you get at. you get swept and blown out of the water. I mean, look, you go. You know, you have four run differential in three games, and you get swept. You know, we could still glean some positive things out of that too, though. Sure. So, all right. Well, yeah, looking forward to two really big games on the diamond this yeah. weekend looking forward for, to the, for the eggs. All right. So, let's get in. Yeah. Switch gears. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, you could have just made that the sound of me racking a shotgun. All right. Let's get into this freaking selection of Aggie women's basketball. Dear and, God in heaven. We're going to try and keep this short because, first of all, I try and make this a family show. And second of all... Uh, we got some other things we want to do, but logic, my friend. Man, I. And Where did it happen? I, I, I mean, I, I just, I didn't, I don't understand it, and, and I, and I tried to put myself, I, well, I tried to, uh, once I calmed down, put myself in the situation of the selection committee. Like, okay, then why did we end up as the two seed? Right. Sure. And, and every single reason why I came up with didn't seem good enough. No. It just didn't. So, and, and if you're going to talk about, well, you know, you you lost in the, what was it, the quarters? or yeah, no, the semis. Excuse me, lost in the semis in your conference tournament. Well, yeah, we ended up losing the number 10 team in the country, you schmuck. Right. And, and you're the guys that rank them up there. Right. You know, it's like that right there. And I, the only reason that this irritates me more than anything is because this isn't the first time we've seen this. 
with the top four with college, you know, college football playoff. Which again, it's committee. We've been down that road. Different committee, Different, same name, same garbage. Same garbage. And let's go ahead and go back a few years ago to a, a situation that was near and dear to my heart. Whenever we had the college football, college baseball mm-hmm. selection, all of a sudden, you know, first off in in fifteen, we didn't even get a super out of it. Well, we didn't even get a host uh, super out of the deal. And we had the freaking we had a freaking AD on the selection committee. Well, you know when you got an AD on the selection committee, but he's going to those meetings and probably a, a golf shirt from another school. Well, you would Mr. Think. Hyman just kind of puts it along, you know. And then in sixteen, when we probably could have been a two seat at minimum. I know the name is still hilarious. I still laugh at that. No, I'm just laughing at that. I'm just laughing at that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, Mr. Mackey. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's bad, okay? Yeah, it's bad. Thank you, bad. Yeah, anyway. Two see who's going to be first and good. We are way off topic. I love it. So, yeah, so we go to 16, and A&M easily probably could have been, at minimum, a three seed. Yeah, in sixteen, but or and there was an argument to say we could have been one after we took down Florida, yep. but we ended up falling all the way to four. Why? Because that paired us with TCU, and that was going to be a better series for money. So yeah, no, I understand it. NCAA like money. NCAA hate Texas A&M. It's all right there. I don't know what the conspiracy is, but I'm wearing tinfoil at this point. Yeah, I'm going to have to get him a roll. But it's bad. But okay. So let's look at the positives. Okay. We ended up in a really winnable bracket. No doubt about it. <laughs> so uh let's bring one more negative in. We get to play our first round in freaking Austin, which is trash. <laughs> trash. We hiss at that. I mean, I don't I don't know why we can just play here. I mean, right? It's like it's at home. Well, we had to Isolate everybody into the same area, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of silly. I don't it's get it. It's completely silly. So uh, I already did my my uh, my bracket, you know, online for the win a million bucks thing or whatever it is, you know, the fantasy stuff online. Right. <laughs> but uh, but honestly, um, just real quick with the women's bracket, I'm not going to walk all the way through because I, I mean I can't tell you about Wright State or you know or SFA how, how they're yeah I can't yeah. tell you how their programs are. But coming out of, so there's four regions. We're in the Mercado region. So the Alamo region, and, you know, thankfully we're not in the Alamo region. Yeah, um, so obviously I think Stanford goes all the way chalk. Yeah, that's um, fair. It uh, goes all the way chalk to the regionals. Um, so I've got Stanford all the way to uh, the regionals. And I had, uh, oh, who was it coming out of the bottom part of that bracket? Um, so you got Maryland. So, so I'm I'm in between Louisville and Oregon on the bottom part of that bracket. I don't know, honestly, I I don't know which. Um, so so we'll just leave that there real quick. Come down here. I think South Carolina. I'll, I'm taking South Carolina all the way to the semifinals. That's fair. Um, I I think that bracket is great for them. Um, I think probably their biggest threat. Uh, while it might be Maryland, uh, I think Texas is a big threat. Um, and I and I think Bama's a big threat. But uh, it's just that familiarity thing, you know, because we we played, right. or because they played. So, but I'm going to take South Carolina all the way to the national uh, semifinals. I, I think they're that good. I, I will say this: just kind of going into that regional round uh, with Stanford, though. I mean, Arkansas. Granted, yeah, they're 19A, but Arkansas has a has a nasty habit of playing up to teams. Arkansas is really good. I just think Stanford's better. I, sure. I think in that bracket. I think if if Arkansas. Honestly, if Arkansas was in the bracket with UConn, I could see Arkansas taking UConn down. But 
but you like Stanford over them. I do. I just I like Stanford over them. Um, and then coming out of the UConn bracket, um, which is what the Riverwalk, which is yeah. that's a pretty sweet name for a bracket. Oh, no doubt. Uh, I'm going to go upset here just because I get so sick of hearing about UConn win. So I'm going to pull all the way down to the uh, to uh, this the second over the over the river that part. I'm going to pull uh, I'm going to pull Kentucky out of that. Really? I'm going to pull okay. Kentucky over UConn to get there. And then out of the bottom, uh, man, Baylor is just so good. I think I think you end up with a Baylor-Tennessee game. Sure, oh, I agree. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I, I'm still feeling Baylor, honestly. Um, I, I'm thinking Baylor and UConn out of that. I just think UConn. I mean, yeah, they're, I'm sick of them, but I just have a feeling it's going to have to happen. Yeah, well, we'll also see how UConn goes. with uh, I, What was it? Do you know Ariema? Did he pass, test positive? Did I see that uh, properly the other day? Or, I didn't see or maybe it was one of those jokes. ESPN articles are like he tested positive three months ago. We just decided not to tell anybody. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm gonna go. Well, I'm gonna go real, real SEC heavy out of the Riverwalk. So I've got UK uh, and, and Tennessee playing. Right. Um, I've got NC. I've got chalk on ours. I've got NC State and A and um, I agree. I, I think. Uh, um, uh, I think Indiana and Gonzaga both have a shot. Uh, at NC State, but I think NC State's playing very well right now. Yeah. But I think they're also riding a lot more momentum is what got them sure. to be a one seed as opposed to ability. Right. So, obviously, I'm picking A&M through, uh, through NC State. Right. Um, wouldn't that be crazy if uh, Kentucky and Tennessee, that'd be a – man. I mean, that would be wild. That'd be a wild game. I agree. Um, and then I'll, I'll – I'd probably just take chalk. I'd take Kentucky. So, us versus Kentucky, obviously, I like us because the only SEC team we lost to was – was the Bayou Bengals. And then Georgia in the tournament, but whatever. Right. Right. And then, you know, South Carolina on the other side, man, I think between them and Stanford. See, Georgia's the, Georgia's the one team that's concerning just because of how well I thought I thought we saw them play. And then on top of that, um, uh, the, the – uh, the girl that got down low, I, I can't remember her name, but, but she was playing post. Uh, she was good, man. She was really good. So I think – you know what? I'm going to change my pick. I'm gonna end up. I'm gonna make that Louisville, Georgia. Okay. Um, and that's fair. And man, that's a coin flip on that one. I don't know. When yeah. you're talking about the two seed, three seed. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm. I'm, I'm still, pretty chalky on brackets normally. I'm I not mean, gonna lie. I'm. I'll, I'll sit here. Well, yeah, me too. When I, I mean, get to this point. Well, I mean, I'm still thinking Louisville for sure, just because I mean, I, I'm hard to bet against them on that. But I think them. The Louisville takes down Stanford. Uh, no, I highly doubt. Are I you talking about Louisville over Uga? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. I, but I still think I'm still thinking. When I think about women's brackets, and this is just based on observations, it's honestly very similar to how I view like women's soccer, where it feels like you have a lot of te- it's really top heavy, and there's really not a whole lot of expectations of upsets at the lower levels. Right. And you do see that in in uh, college basketball too. It just feels like when you're at the top, you are just at another level yeah there's another tier with women's basketball there really is um, I, don't, I don't think there's quite as much parity to be honest no um but and that's why like i'm not gonna go bracket by bracket i went chalk all the way through so right. um well or just damn, damn near chalk um and i honestly i don't care who comes out of the bottom part of the hemisphere uh, region mm-hmm. uh, they're not gonna be south carolina so i've got my final four i've got louisville south carolina and kentucky and a&m so, do we see a rematch, South Carolina A&M for the national championship? I think that would be hilarious if we did. Oh, man, that would be hilarious. I mean, well, especially considering it was a good regular season game. Everybody knew it was. 
And not to mention, we get to just, you know, sit there and hoist that SEC banner and just be like, ha-ha, look, we dominate again. You know what? I'm doing it. I'm doing South Carolina and A&M in the final game. I think South Carolina beats Louisville to get to the to the final. I think A&M beats Kentucky in, a, in an upset bracket coming out of UConn. I don't think UConn uh, – uh, what would that be? The semis, the quarters, so one to elite eight. So yeah, I don't, I don't think UConn gets out of the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, so I still have, I have A and M over UConn in the semi, uh, and I have got. Stanford. Oh, you brought UConn down. That's right. Yeah, I, I did bring Duke, UConn down. I yeah. still think they're gonna go over Baylor. I think it'd be great if we beat Baylor on the way in. But I still think it's gonna be us over in UConn. Kind of don't want to play Baylor though. It's one of those things where right. it's not even the skill. It's just like the history. It is the history. So well, the same thing with UConn. I mean, those are two dominant programs. No, so, I mean like the history we have with them, and while we beat, that. you know, while we beat Baylor on our title run, mm-hmm. um, so you know, if we had Baylor to beat again, you'd feel good about you know history repeating itself. Sure. Baylor's playing really good basketball, so I'd yeah. rather not play them. But then, <laughs> but in the Natty, I do have a uh, and over Stanford, and then once again, over this Stanford. is this is a good bull podcast. Yeah. So obviously, there's a hair bias here, but you know what? Well, it's easy to be biased when you have one of the best teams in the country, though. Well, it is. <laughs> I mean, you've lost a grand total of two teams, and you got revenge on one of them. Yo, I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying that there are going to be nine teams uh, drop out of the men's bracket because of COVID, and A and M will get a bid. So yeah, and, to, and make a Cinderella run. That's yeah. a, that's that's a little bit more Kool Aid than than I can put down. Just a little bit. <laughs> okay. So uh, how are we doing on time? We got time to do this? Uh, I think we got time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're we're running about. Where we're at, so we, we got plenty of time. Okay, so we're gonna do our we're gonna do the good bull or uh, excuse me, the, the, it is good bull. It is, but uh, the red ass podcast men's bracket. <laughs> this has nothing to do with basketball. Oh, not a thing. Okay, so we are going to pick this by mascot. All right, so oh, really? um, so we're gonna have to look a couple of these up. Yeah, um, but we have, I, our, we have our phones ready. Uh, I looked up the first one though, and both App State and uh, like we're, we're good here. The bulldog, a bulldog should win either of these fights. By the way, okay. So Gonzaga goes through by by. I mean, we can look it up. Let's say we'll just pick one. Let's say App State wins. Oh, okay. So look, App State, right? Mountaineer. I mean, they got a gun. They can hunt bears. Yeah, but they're more, normally hammered. Yeah, well, they can be hammered, but only if it's over in, like, West Virginia, man. Like, yeah, they're sitting there burning on their couches or whatever. This is true. Yeah. So, so my see, my question is, I don't know which Norfolk is. Is it is it the Spartans or is it the Tide? Well, it's Norfolk State. Norfolk State. Yes. I think that's the Spartans. Yeah, look them up. Let's see. That's yeah, that's the Spartans. No, see. Oh, oh see, well, Spartans and then the females are the Spartanettes. So, you know, that's yeah, but this, you know, I know, Ms. Bracket. I don't know, Sp- know, Spartans versus Mountaineers, man. It, well, okay, well, yeah. What, uh, Mountaineers? Uh, well, Spartans going to win. Uh, uh, no, no, no chance. Gun beats bronze every day of the week and twice on Sunday. I still I still feel like a Spartan could take a bullet. No, they can't. I, 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 I said a bullet. Yeah. And this dude's firing from a musket that he, come on, bro. It, it, no, nah, not for me, man. It's, it, it's Mountaineer all the way. All right, this Mountaineer versus a Bulldog. No, oh, man, like Mountaineer versus Bulldog. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you got to – it's, it's got to be Mountaineer for me. I mean, for the love of goodness. I mean, those guys don't have like, – At some point, you, some point, you can't assume that this Mountaineer is going to be sober enough to walk. Well, you know what? It's not about so, sobriety. Sobriety. Well, yeah, sometimes it's, it is. It's not about sobriety. <laughs> I mean, Bulldogs are basic. You're been, you're been attacked dog. by a dog when you're drunk. 
Every single basic high school football team all use the same bulldog mascot that Gonzaga uses. It's basic and useless. I'm going this Mountaineers. This is true. I'm going Nears. All right, so most ridiculous first round ups, upset ever. Although well, it's it's happened before I'm about now. To say, that's my whole so point. It's happened before. App State is not prone. I mean, it's not outside of history for them to upset a top level team. We've seen it before in football. It's true. <laughs> all right. Oklahoma, Missouri, a person versus a tiger. I think I got the tiger. Yeah, but the person's rolling. You know, the person's rolling along in a wagon that they can't they keep upright. And they have a gun. They can't keep it upright. I guess you're right. We can go with the tiger. Yeah, the schooner spills. Uh, Creighton, UCSB. Oh, uh, oh that's, that's a blue jay. Yeah, it was a blue jay. I can't remember what UCSB mask is. The Olay. Let's see. So it's a version of the gaucho. Oh, dude, gaucho all day. I don't know. I don't know. Blue Jays can fly around. And they can shit on their. Head. I have been. I did. I've been attacked by a Blue Jay before. Dude, I say this Blue Jays can shit on your head, there. and they're pretty pretty good against Texas teams well, and, if we know anything about history. And they're angry. They are angry. So do you know what? I'm going Creighton. That's fair. All right. Okay, Virginia. I, mean, I got to be honest. If if UCSB were the squirrels, that'd be an easy pick. All right. Well, okay. So Virginia versus Ohio. So I mean, you're talking got about the Cavaliers versus Ohio. It's a Bobcat. Bobcat, a cavalier versus a pirate versus a bobcat. I would say, I mean, cavaliers. I mean, they got swords. The higher seed has to be the home team, though, right? We'll we'll do it like that. Yeah, so Virginia's the home team. So so a bobcat versus a pirate on a ship. Are cavaliers even like pirates? They they claim to be. Okay, so <laughs> so a bobcat versus a pirate that never leaves the pub. Okay. A bobcat and a pirate in a pub. I I gotta go. With, I, I gotta can, go. With the I gotta go. With the cap. You're going to go Cavalier? I'm going with the Cap. Okay. All right, let's see what we got here. So, USC, um, it's the Trojans. Well, but let's let's look at, uh, it's Wichita State and Drake. So, you're talking about shockers, right? You're right. Electrifying. Uh, also. That, oh, that, we're using that shocker. Uh, gotcha. We're using okay, that shock. Gotcha. Well, well, you know what it is. What is Drake? Bulldogs. Oh, look, more Bulldogs. Right, screw Bulldogs. I'm going with the shockers because that's a cooler name. And their hand sign is awesome if you haven't looked it up. Okay. Look it up. But then it's the then it's. I mean, it's it's a shocker versus a Trojan. It's got to be Trojans. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, as much fun as I had in the first round. I'm but I like Wichita it. State though. We did. We so oh, we like. We love Wichita okay. State on, on this podcast. Okay, so we got the Jayhawks in the Eastern Washington. Uh, there's a some kind of bird. <laughs> there's plenty of birds. I mean, it, it's the gonna be, it's, it's a bird battle. They're the Eagles. Okay, Jayhawk versus an eagle. Who's winning that fight? Yeah, boy, Jayhawk sounds more like he wants to take it in an alley and get at it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll probably just go with Jayhawk. I'm gonna go Kansas. Oh yeah, we'll go Rock Chuck. Uh we're trying to do this by mascot, but I I can't pick Eastern Washington over Kansas. No, you just can't do it. So you got the Ducks versus uh what's VC, the Pirates? Uh, no, no, no. VC is like Ram or something. Hold on. Oh yeah, that's right. I was thinking like Eastern Carolina. <laughs> Seriously, it's like all the directionals anywhere. Yeah, no, no. VCU. Yeah, it's Rodney the Ram. So yes, Ram versus a duck. Ram versus it well. I mean, I've seen what trucks can do to ducks, so I'm going to go with VCC. <laughs> as, as much as I, I love the fact that Oregon uh, has like brought back their little older kind of mascot, a little bit of right. retro, kind of, I, I do like the ducks. Okay. Uh, this All right. Is, this uh, is a hawk one. can fly over a Grand Canyon. But, but, but they're not. It's an antelope. Okay, still the hawk. The, the, the lopes. Come on. An antelope? Yeah, they're an antelope. The, they're the kill, lopes, baby. Can't you, can't you kill the antelope by sneezing on it? Yeah, I don't know. Iowa. All right, Hawkeyes. Uh, I do. I tell you right now, Wolverine 
Those oh, yeah. Are yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Okay, we're going to the Michigan game. It's like, I don't know what Mount St. Mary's is. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's Wolverine. Wolverines are frightening. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of drunk Cajuns versus St. Bonaventure. Uh, which is, they are St. Bernard's. Am I right? The Bonnies? Are they Bonnies? Yeah, it's a dog. Yeah, the yeah, Bonnies. Like, it, it looks like, I mean, come look at it. It looks Canada like St. Like Bernard. Bernard. It looks like St. Bernard, doesn't it? Uh, it looks like a really pissed off St. Bernard. Ooh, I still like Cajuns. Yeah. I mean, you know, not to mention their actual Bengal tigers. Well, and, they so. will, and, and they will probably put that poor bastard in the gumbo, so we'll just go with that. <laughs> oh, we, we love dogs on this podcast. Yes. See, that's why we're rooting against LSU. They hate dogs. Hey, you hey, heard it here first. Hey, hey, hey Bubbles, uh, don't listen to the podcast. Uh, moving on. Buffaloes and the Hoyas. I don't even know what the hell a Hoya is. I don't. I, I never understood the name. I mean, I got to go with Buffalo just because. Is it a dog? It is. Uh, yeah, no. Buffalo all day. Got to be. Yeah, well, yeah, it's got to yeah, be. Yeah, no, no, bulldogs are boring. Let's. Well, and sorry, and, bubbles. and if you've ever been anywhere even near a buffalo, you know that they're just remarkable animals. Oh no, they're absolutely awesome. Love them. They're, they're like my one of my favorite mammals. UNCG. Yeah, University of North Carolina. Green Greens, Greensboro. Greensboro. One of the Greens. One of the, the Spartans. Oh, we got Spartans. Spartans against Seminoles. Seminoles. Oh. Ooh, man, that's that's. Well, the Florida State's the higher seed, so it's going to be in Florida. Uh huh. So it's going to be swampy and nasty. I gotta take a Seminole. I'm going Seminoles. Yep. I feel that Native Americans know their lands. That's right. BYU. The fighting Mormons versus Michigan State or UCLA. Either the Spartans or the Bruins. I don't know. Mormons can't be trusted. <laughs> That's a pretty sweeping statement. <laughs> when it comes to basketball. Uh, yeah. Um, they're going to whip them up on them. I don't know. Spartans and Bruins, pretty basic. That's pretty equally matched. Pretty, pretty equally matched. I mean, uh, it's pretty one, much the same thing, give or take. Uh, uh, I'm going to take UCLA because I like their colors better. Sure, but I still think they lose the Mormons. I'll talk to you here. All right, so the, so the Storm and Mormons. Storm and Mormons. With on. all of the passing and shooting and none of the caffeine coming to an arena near you. Hello. Um, you got the sips. <laughs> watch that. Watch that musical if you haven't. It's great. Uh, Texas and Abilene Christian. <laughs> I can't, man. I can't. Breathe. Okay, Breathe. Uh, Wildcats. So we got Wildcats versus the Sips. So, I mean, Longhorn. Dude, that, uh, a Longhorn is such a mess. It might be a dopey animal, but it would take more than one wildcat to bring down a Longhorn. No, you're probably right. right. So, the sips go through. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. So, Huskies versus Terrapins. Dude, this is kind of tough, though. Let's turtle. It's kind of tough. Like, I mean, what can the Husky do to the turtle? Because we're not talking about, like, your little turtle that you have, you know, at your house. You know, and your little terrarium. Oh, it's a big turtle. Yeah, we're talking about a huge turtle, like a sea turtle. Yeah, I mean, they, like they, Dory, say, like they, Dory's buddy. Over dude. Yeah. Hop on, little dude. Yeah. And it's like, no, with. I gotta go with the turtle. Terps. I gotta go with the turtle. I'm, I'm, gonna, go I'm gonna go with the terps. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Alabama and Iona. Elephant versus something. Uh, or honestly, the ocean. A red ocean is taking on Iona. What? Wait, wait. Well, what that is guy. Iona? No, it's. Okay, so they're the Gales, but he's a... I don't know, man. He's a... Uh, he's, he's, is he a lumberjack, or is that a cane? I don't know. What, what a terrible mascot. If you ever get a chance, look up Iona. I, I, yeah, no, he's, he's good. What's like going a, on here? Alabama rolls. Forget it's, that, dude. It's 2021. How has this guy not been canceled? Just... If, <laughs> <laughs> 
Iona, you have a terrible mascot. Do you know what he, you know what he looks like? He looks like a colorblind leprechaun. That's what he looks he, like. Honestly, yeah, he looks like he, well, he looks like a leprechaun that transferred from like Notre Dame to like Alabama. Yep. Or Texas State, because it's red and gold. Oh, but they, yeah, maroon and gold, man. Yeah. Failed out of Notre Dame, ended up at Texas State. Now he's got the, the crimson and gold. Yeah, just get, get him out of there. He's bad. All, All right, right. Hartford. Yeah, Hartford against Baylor. Hartford basketball mascot. My phone already knows what I'm asking for at this point. Nice. Uh, that looks like a – oh, it's a hawk. Are they a hawk? That's lame. Bears versus – yeah, bear. Bear. Yeah, it's, it's frightening. Minus a couple of odd ones. These are all actually pretty decent picks. Okay, so Badger against... A Tar Heel. A Tar Heel. Now, granted, I know their mascot's a Ram, but still. See, I see when I think of Tar Heels, I think of, like, backwoods North Carolina boys. Well, that's what it, that's the whole thing. Yeah, point. even though it's a Ram. Right. I gotta be honest, if it's just one Badger, he the Tar Heel's gonna be eating him for dinner. I, 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 yeah. I'm going UNC. That's fair. I mean, Badgers are mean as, mean as hell, though. Badgers are mean, but one Badger... Yeah, I, I think the dude can take care of it. Yes, Villanova. Uh, are they Bulldogs again? You, you look up Villanova, so and I'll many... look up. I'll look up Winthrop. What is, what is this? Trading places? I don't know. Man. Winthrop and Thorpe. Um, Winthrop basketball mascot is the. Oh look, more Eagles. All right, Villanova. Man, what? Are I don't they? know what Nova is. I the Bulldogs are there. God, I don't think so. I'm, it's God, like a, it's, it's you like a forty percent chance of being accurate if you just say Wildcats. Wildcats versus Eagles. Man, it's like. High school mascot versus high school mascot. Who's going to win that fight? I like Nova's colors better. Fair enough. I'm going Nova. <laughs> okay, Purdue and North Texas. We're talking about a train against a bird. Done. Well, it, it, mean it, green. It, yeah, in theory, it's a mean machine. Mean um, machine. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's train, a train. A train versus a bird. It's train. <laughs> it's got to be Purdue, man. All right, we got, we've got a... Texas Tech. All right, we've got Raider Rash versus yeah, Aggies. But, but but this is a specific type many, of Aggies. These are bull Aggies. Many Aggies have fallen prey to the Raider Rash. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we didn't. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, uh, Texas Tech on proxy, I think. Yeah, Tech, yeah. Yeah, Raiders. Yeah, well, and, dude, and they're like, and they're mounted. You know, they're on the horse. Yeah, they're on the horse. So. They're good to go. Um, okay. Razorback you- versus Toothpaste. Oh, dude. Well, no, no, no. We're talking specifically Arkansas fans versus toothpaste. Toothpaste wins that match every time. I'm just saying. Well, but it is called toothpaste. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the one tooth. But I'm bumped. Give me my toothbrush. Uh, okay, Colgate are the Raiders, but they look like uh, colonial Raiders. This dude has a tri corner hat. Never trust a man in a tri corner hat. Hogs all day. Yeah, I don't like him. Not to mention, um, I've done land nav at night. And right. even if you've just been out in the woods at night and you hear a hog coming, mm-hmm. there are a few things more frightening. Okay. Gator versus a turkey. <laughs> a- a- answer me this. Okay. Okay. A, ga- a gator versus a flock of turkeys. I'm still taking the gator. I'm still taking the gator. Like, the gator could be laying on its side doing nothing. I would still pick the gator. Good Lord. Okay. Ohio State. So, we're talking about a nut. Take it on Oral Roberts. <laughs> Poisonous nut, I might a add. Poisonous you. nut. Yeah. Versa, what the hell is that? Oh, Robert. It's a golden eagle that stands on two legs, and right. it's really creepy. You know what? I'm I'm digging. The mascot doesn't work for me. No, you know what? I'm going to Ohio State because no. they would choke on that nut. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, and if it, and if it could chew it down, it would die. Yeah, yeah Ohio State. One hundred percent Ohio State. 
Okay. See, I think we're learning something, though. What's that? For all you people, all you teams, <laughs> you people, all you teams and universities you out there, <laughs> all you universities out there that haven't won any championships, you need to up your mascot game. Yeah, but I say, your mascots are lame. All right, the fight in the Lion Eye versus Drexel. I'm looking them up. I got nothing on Drexel. Drexel mascot. What the heck are they? Oh, they're dragon. Done. Drexel oh, all day man. fighting a line eye. Dude, you're talking about Native Americans taking on a dragon. I got to go Drexel. I'm sorry. 100% Drex. I don't agree, but we're doing this together. so We're going Drex. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the fighting line Because personally, I would have gone with the line eye because it's not fictitious. But come on. That dude's mean. That's like a minor league. I know it is. Although, like, <laughs> the mascot. Look him up if you get a chance. He looks a little funky on the court. Uh, those wings are awesome. Though. Those wings are awesome. Okay, right. so Loyola's mascot looks like uh, Michael Jackson at the end of Thriller when he was fully grown out into the wolf. Uh, uh, apparently, they got rid of the Loyola hobo. Oh, did, well, that's probably a good <laughs> They were ahead of their time. That's a black and white photo, so they but, got rid of it early. Ramblin' Rep from Georgia Tech. We're talking about literally yellow jackets and a vehicle going up against this dog. You gotta go Georgia Tech. You gotta go Georgia Tech. The Ramblin' Wreck. That is one of the... I, I love the I love the Ramblin' Wreck so that. much. Uh, volunteers, volunteers and beavers. Volunteers kill beavers. I mean, literally. They wear them on their head. <laughs> they, they literally wear them as hats. Yeah, so That's easy. an easy one. Easy. Uh, cowboys versus... Oh, what's Liberty? Liberty's uh, like Flames. Not Mutual. Yeah, they're Flames. Liberty, Liberty Flames. The Flames versus a Cowboy? I don't know. I feel like Cowboys are pretty yeah, confident with that's water. That's Cowboy. Yeah. I'm feeling that. Aztecs versus the Orangemen. Okay, so are we talking about an actual orange, like, with legs? Aztecs. Or? I mean, they're going to rip that hard out. Yeah, that's day, that's San Diego State. Uh, we've got the Mountaineers versus Moorhead, whom I do not know. Yeah, so Mountaineers. Obviously, we've, we've talked about our proclivity with Mountaineers. Let's go ahead and... <laughs> well, I, for me, it's a confusion. Again, it's how early or late are they Eagles. playing? Eagles are lame. You can shoot them out of the sky. Yeah, West WV. WV. All right. Uh, Rutgers and Clemson. and Clemson. Tiger going up against the Knight. Uh, it's, well, I mean, you you are well protected. I mean, the Knight has armor. He is he is armored, but, but he's, he's also, a he's a Scarlet Knight. But like, he's also kind of an idiot. So it's I'm like Scarlet Knight's like the Scarlet Letter. Like you're that Knight that everybody's like, shoo, shame. Get out of here. So All right, Clemson. I'm liking Clemson. Yep. All right, now Houston and Cougars. Cleveland State. Cougars. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know, well, congr- congratulations to all these random, you know, universities and colleges that are able to make it to the big dance. I think that's what oh, makes it Vikings? so cool. I think that's what makes it so cool. Are they Vikings? I kind of like that. They're a terrible looking Viking. Yeah, it's not a good looking Viking. That's awful. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Cougs. Update it. All right, so maybe we can stop here, and then we can rip through the rest of it next time. This will, right. yeah. So nice, nice little, nice little pause button. That's here. our first. Uh, that's our first. Let's see. Twenty-seven. What's today? Uh, today is the sixteenth. Yeah, so we'll be back in plenty of time to finish out the rest of the bracket, but. Um, We'll take a picture. Hopefully, he didn't scribble all over his. Mine's terrible. No, my, mine's okay. So we'll we'll put a. Uh, We'll, we'll put a picture up of where we're at so far. So the mascot bracket, and then obviously, uh, for me, I had A&M beating South Carolina in the women's bracket. Um, and you had... A&M taking down Stanford. Stanford. Okay. Yeah. So obviously some A&M picks, but again, like we said, it's 
easy to – it's not biased when your team's one of the best in the country. No, it's like not. It's a legitimate pick. I mean, they're a good, solid team, so we um, absolutely love them to death. All right. I thought uh, – we, we kind of got through everything, didn't we? Yeah. And we didn't spend too much time on the seeding thing about women's basketball. Thank goodness. I mean, we could have ripped into that all day. Well, and what's crazy is it's – and again, I, look at me. I'm trying to be positive here. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's smiling. We promise. I, I'm, I'm smirking. There's a difference. <laughs> Uh, but the way it played out for our draw, yeah. it was an immediate, as soon as you got over being really mad, you turn around and look at the draw, you're like, oh, okay, all right, it's all right we can do this. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 a, I, I, I like our draw, I really do. For our two seed, we could have done worse than NC State. I mean, we could have been sitting with Stanford. I mean, yeah. I, or, or even having to get past South Carolina to even get to, you know right. what I'm saying? So, to, so, so get it, out of the Elite Eight. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take NC State all day. Yeah, you get to the Final Four and anything's possible. Yeah. So that's why, as long as you get a bracket, you can get through. So, man, I don't have anything else. Uh, we got construction. They started more construction in front of the restaurant. So, like, if you need to parachute through, let me know, and I'll put up some smoke and some wind flags for right. you for a landing spot. Say, I've found that if you're going to if you're going to head that direction, maybe like do yourself a favor and go all the way down to Hallman and come back up Wilburn. Try to take the back route through like Grove and all that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, if you if you know how to cut through Southgate, you're good. If you don't, you should learn. And also remember that some are two way stops and some are four way stops. Be very careful driving through Southgate because there are a lot of students out. When the weather gets nicer, right? Ton of students out, loving the weather, and I don't blame them. No, I don't blame them either. And just like I said, yeah, be aware of that. And of course, don't too many of y'all do that because you're going to clog up the roads for me. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? <laughs> Southgate is under construction. All of it. Never all mind. It, yeah, strike what I just said. Ignore us. Um, Take 2818 uh, out to Relis. Hang a right. <laughs> <laughs> keep on going. To, second start of the right, straight on until morning. Keep going. But uh, how were the shows this past weekend? Uh, so we, we had a great show. On, you were like road tripping, road tripping, right? So so we had one show in Plano. Uh, that was it on, on Saturday. We actually, uh, this next weekend, one of the shows got canceled. We are going up to Fort Smith, Arkansas, Saturday. Oh, that's this weekend. I was that's thinking, this okay. weekend, yes. And so that's going to be a fun show. We're supporting our buddy Tanner Usry. Um, and then I'll get into additional details with other things that are coming right. up, which will be a little bit more exciting as time goes. But this is where we're at. Um can't complain about it right now. That's right, because you got back in time to go to a game, didn't you, last weekend? Or no. It? No, no, that's right, because they moved it up to, to a doubleheader. Yeah, they moved it to that's a doubleheader. Right. I would have been back definitely for game three. but oh, What is it, John, that runs that account when you're out of town? Uh, so it is uh, Ryan Perez. Ryan Perez. Okay. Who's, who's helping me out, and he's been an absolute right. trooper. And I'm very thankful for him. And honestly, I want to get it back to what it used to be, because back in the day it was a community thing, like a bunch of people had it, then it yeah. kind of narrowed down to one, and then it – Went to oh. one, and now I'm starting to try to get it more open again. Right on. And so, and because let's face it, not all of us are at the games all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you get past school and life happens. So right, exactly. Much as we'd love to go to every single game all the time, it's oh, just, sure. I mean, I, I don't go to every football game. Well, and especially with my upcoming schedule, I mean, it's going to be a case where I will be at limited to no weekends. Right. And it's important to keep up with that. Well, I'll have to give you my passwords if you need any want some baseball on the road. Oh, I, I don't, won't. I'll, I won't argue about that. So, yeah, it's good stuff. So, again, hey, tune in. You know, um, Aggie baseball, big, 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 big series in Gainesville. It is. Um, uh, Aggie softball, huge. Not, you know what? It's it's a big series it for is. Aggie softball. They don't start till Saturday. Uh, I did. You know what? I didn't check one thing. I don't know if you want to pull it up right quick. Uh, Aggie volleyball. They, okay. they they dropped a tough one to Georgia right. um, over the weekend. Um, 
And so, uh, and they're, you know, they're, they're coming hot and fast when it comes to, to games for them, because, you know, that was a, a fall sport that got pushed to the spring. So with kind of a reconfigured schedule, um, I, I know that, that, you know, every weekend and I, I don't, I, I feel like every time I, I flip on my app, um, they're playing. So I don't know if maybe they have a break, you know, like they have an international break, like FA Cup, but, um, right. uh, but so you know, pay attention to, to volleyball. They, they dropped tough one, but they had a great weekend uh, at, at Alabama the weekend before. Uh, I think it puts them at like nine and five, they, ten and they, five. Yeah, they they're nine and five right now. They uh, they yeah, they did take both from Alabama. Uh, they did lose one to Georgia. They beat Georgia in the other. Yeah, one. they split it. Yeah, they split. Yeah, they split the weekend. And then and they're at uh, Missouri next week. They're at Missouri this weekend. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'll 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 do a little bit better. Uh, I'll I'll do a, a small little kind of preview for for volleyball starting next week too. I'll uh, stick it in right quick. Um, uh, so yeah, you know, there's plenty of Aggie Aggie sports to watch this weekend. Uh, if you're going anywhere, be safe. Uh, I know my wife and I are going to go camping. We always. You know, right around spring break. Right. Um, it's, it's, we just kind of head out for a couple of days and get away from people. And that's fair. I mean, I'm at a point where uh, I'm looking to hopefully get out of town here before long. But um, there will be plenty of that going on in terms of uh, just with travel that I'm going to be doing. Obviously, plenty of stuff going on with work. So, I mean, just life's starting to pick up a little bit more. Um, it's... You know, depending on what your stance is with businesses, it's good to see people smiling again. Well, and I think, um, you know, it's I, I, business has picked up and I've seen it at the restaurant. I, yes. You've just seen it around town. And what it is, uh, you know, it's it's giving giving businesses the freedom to choose, I think, has given people the freedom to choose. And sure. What I've seen is the overwhelming majority of people are still wearing their masks. Yeah. Um, so it's, um, uh, it's just, a it's a combination of that decision being made, you know, giving people at least the option, right. even, even if they choo- choose to stay the way they are. And then when the weather gets nice, so when all you kind of roll all these things together, you know, everything picks back up and we're getting to that point. And plus we had kind of that one-off graduation weekend. So there was a sure. lot of excitement around Aggie land and, um, uh, and congratulations to all those graduates, obviously. 100%. Uh, and, 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 and kudos for your patience for waiting to finally get to walk to the yeah, stage. You know, especially uh, to my friend, Katie Sheeler. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Now get to work. Now get to work. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, and you know, we got, we got rain downs coming. There's so much coming up in the spring. So it just really, it reloads quickly. It, it, does. it feels like the doldrums of winter last forever. And then we have one day where we all sit around and just bitch and moan about daylight savings time. And then everybody's busy and happy. Yeah. We're, yeah say, we just got to survive that Sunday. That's all we got to do. And we did and we're fine. We'll be okay. So, um, once again, guys, as we move forward, uh, be sure to continue to, sh- uh, you know, share this, push it out, uh, you know, rate us kindly on, uh, on Apple, if you will, so we can get a little bit more exposure. Uh, be sure to follow us at our socials, uh, Roy May 15 on Twitter, Rob the slapper on Twitter. And of course at red ass podcast. Rob the slapper. Hey, you know, Hey, I got it. Um, Rob the slapper, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll accept that. Base, yeah, okay. okay, man. Yeah. All right, guys, we do appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, We certainly enjoyed ourselves this time around, and uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it too. So be sure to catch us in on the next one. Thanks. Giggum. Beat the hell out of Florida. And any suggestions you have, send them in. Beat the hell out of LSU. Giggum. And have a great, great week and weekend. Y'all take care.